Christy Amante is serving this morning by preparing food for the uh, Filipino luncheon that is taking place this afternoon. And so she said, I can't be there. I'm cooking feverishly. <laughs> so she'll be here the second service, but, uh, but not the first uh, this morning. This is a very special day uh, in that we are having a chance for the first time in really almost seven years to appoint new elders uh, within our church congregation. And I am so blessed that we get to do this. This is a, a special responsibility that these people have, but it is also a special responsibility that we all have, the responsibility of being flock, sheep. In fact, for just a moment, I just want to say a few things about what it means to be a follower. Because while we are appointing these gentlemen this morning as elders, and that's a wonderful thing, and I'm so blessed that we can do that, there is an appointment taking place this morning within the people who are sitting in the pews this morning as well. Because for several years, we have been serving as a flock, as sheep, under a certain number and individuals who are shepherds in our church family. And this morning, that's going to change. Because you will find yourselves now serving under and being part of a church that is um, overseen by new individuals who have, for the first time in their lives, this new special responsibility. And that requires, and I like the word requires, that requires certain things of a church family. There isn't enough said, perhaps, in the church. We do this a lot, you know, in, talk, in terms of talking about leadership and elders and what they're supposed to be. There isn't very much said about what it means to be a sheep, what it means to be part of the flock who is under the oversight and care of a group of shepherds. But there are responsibilities, I think, that we share together as sheep. Some of those responsibilities are so evident in the New Testament. We are to love these shepherds. We are to care for them in the same way that they care for us. There's a sense, actually, in which we are even obedient to these shepherds. There are ways in which they will ask us to serve, and we need to serve. We need to have ready and willing hearts. There are other things that are not spelled out specifically that I think are very much part of the task of being sheep. Like, for example, I love the idea that we would teach our children from a very young age to respect and admire those who serve as overseers within the church. In fact, I think it's a wonderful thing when, when um, sheep do, in fact, honor and respect and have an attitude toward those who serve in this office in the church, that they, they, they hold that seriously, that perspective and that attitude. You know, it's so easy as a North American, and especially in the western half of our, these North American countries, for us to feel very independent it's very easy for us to feel like we're all a democracy and we're all equal and we all are going to do this on our own. In fact, I don't really need anybody. I just need myself. God and I can do anything. And we tend to have that kind of perspective and attitude. And we're just a little bit independent. And I think there's some of that that's very good. There is some of that that runs absolutely contrary to the perspective that we see in the scriptures as far as what it means to be a sheep. 
And so if I was to read the New Testament and, and just look and see, what is the perspective, the attitude, the way of treating elders in the New Testament? What is the way in which people who are sheep are going to respond to those people? It's just so much different than this independent, we're all equal kind of attitude that we sometimes have in North America. Culture, at this point, needs to not shape us as much as Scripture needs to shape us. And we need to be changed and impacted by the perspective that the New Testament presents in terms of what elders are, who they are, and the ways in which we need to respond. So we have a responsibility uh, this morning, church, in the same way that the elders have responsibility this morning. And they're taking on a new role, but we also are going to take on a role as sheep who need to respond to our shepherds in what I would see as being very positive, uh, defined ways, biblically and in the New Testament. Now, when we get to talking about them and defining exactly what our elders are, I looked at this this week and thought about how is it that we define what it means to be an elder. And there were four kind of categories that came to my mind as I thought about this. One is, we talk about the various terms that we use to describe these guys. There's three of them that jump out all over the New Testament. What are they? You guys tell me. Pastors, which is the same word for shepherd, by the way. Shepherd and pastor. That's what a pastor is. He's a a shepherd for sheep. What else? Overseer which is one who manages. That's the best way of thinking it. It's it's one who has oversight, and he manages the church and the affairs of the church. In 1 Timothy 5.17, it talks about how there are those who direct the affairs of the church, and that's what a, a shepherd does or an overseer does. By the way, that's the same word for bishop. The word bishop means to be an overseer. Okay, And then what else? What's the third word? No. Old one, there you go. It's an old one, exactly. It's an elder, sure. Pastor, elder, overseer. Those are the three words that really define what uh, a shepherd or an elder is. And uh, this this third category, this third term, simply uh, talks about how a person is going to be older, but therefore wiser. They've had more experiences. And that leads into the notion of character. A person who is older, we would like to think, has developed certain traits in their lives, certain characteristics. And they're not exactly uh, going to be behaving the same way that a young person would. And so, in the New Testament, it talks about a person who is above reproach. The husband who's uh, a husband of one wife. Someone who's temperate, which means moderate in terms of their response to things. Self-controlled, respectable hospitable, not a drunkard, gentle, not quarrelsome, not greedy, a good reputation among outsiders, not overbearing, not quick-tempered, honest, hospitable, loves what is good, holy, self-controlled, disciplined, not lording it over the flock. Now, how many of you out there think that you all measure up to exactly that? And I you know, if, if you raise your hand, then you just, you just blew it. Clearly you don't. Okay, so I'm glad nobody raised their hand. And I'm really glad that those that were appointed as shepherds this morning didn't. Because if they would have said, yeah, that fits me to a T, then there's several things in here that they wouldn't be if they, if they raised their hands. So we, we have this really a, a, a challenge 
in our lives to be this kind of person. And we this morning are saying that we see these kinds of qualities in the men that we're going to be appointing this morning as shepherds. A third way that we could talk about this is to talk about their roles. They shepherd the church, it says. They guard the flock. They care for the flock. They oversee the flock. They direct the affairs of the church. These are all just taken right out of the scriptural uh, scriptural language. They're eager to serve, serving as an example. Some, it says, are to preach and teach. And when they do, they are to receive special honor. So there are the roles that our elders have, and we could talk about how they're going to fulfill these roles. A few months ago, we talked about the expectations that we have of our elders here. And we told our elders, these are the kind of things we'd like you to be doing. And these things are those things that were listed in terms of their responsibilities. And then fourthly, there's just this notion of understanding. Scripture specifically says that an elder is not to be a recent convert. And one of the reasons for that is so that they can instruct others especially the young, and so that they can maintain soundness in the faith. In other words, there's a doctrinal element that is here in this role. And so these are some ways in which uh, we're defining our elders this morning, and now we're going to go into this part of our assembly. We're actually going to appoint people to serve in this role in our church. Make no mistake, this is a great day. This is an important day. And I'm so glad that we can share this together. I would like for those who are being appointed as elders and their wives, except for Christy, to please come up and sit in these chairs. And then I would like our incumbent elders to come and stand behind them. I'd also like to ask Bud Ashby, if he would, and come and read a scripture for us. And we don't always stand when scripture is read, but I would like us to stand this morning while 1 Peter chapter 5 is read. You can just take a seat there. Hopefully I have enough chairs. Perfect. Let's listen to God's word. Okay, as Kelly indicated, I'll be reading from 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 1 through 4. And it says the Apostle Peter gives some specific instruction uh, to elders. To the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder a witness of Christ's sufferings, and one who will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, serving as overseers, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be. Not greedy for money, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. You can be seated. What we're going to do now is have each of our incumbent elders say a prayer on behalf of all of these people collectively. And so you guys can go in order in whatever way you choose. Your elders, I'm just going to take direction from you on this, okay? We, we don't have a mic. Could we get a mic real quick? As you have chosen them, they will be a great asset to the existing team. They will work well together for you and for the benefit of your kingdom and especially part of this church here. Father, I'm uh, so much aware of our humanity that there is no one here that is perfect, none of us. And so we will mess up. And I'm grateful, Father, that you have shown us grace 
the grace that we can extend to each other, the grace that allows us to love each other, the grace that allows us to say I'm sorry, the grace that forgives. We are family, and I, again, Father, uh, ask you to hold these men and their families in your arms as they support uh, us as a church and the uh, existing elders, may we also support and love them in your ways. Through Jesus. Amen. Amen. For a congregation to appoint men to serve as its shepherds is one of the most important choices that it can make. Today we take the step of appointing as shepherds those who were recommended by the church to serve in this way. The church has had opportunity both to put forward the names of these men and to give us reasons why any of them may not be qualified to serve as elders for the church. At the end of this process, we feel that the Holy Spirit is working with the church to appoint these men to serve alongside the current elders. It's our prayerful hope that they, along with our staff and ministry leaders, will form an effective God-honoring team of leaders for the Calgary Church of Christ. And so Steve and Linda, Ernie and Christy and Miles and Dana and Francis and Rachel, who of course Francis is still in Africa, we as a church believe that these men are qualified to serve as elders in the Lord's church. We believe that about you. We've asked you to serve as elders for the Calvary Church of Christ, and you've said yes to our request. Because of this, we as a church appoint you today as elders of the Calvary Church of Christ to serve alongside the current elders. We know that you're not perfect men, and neither are our current elders. But the church is appointing you to help us lead the congregation. We are confident that adding you to the current group of elders will benefit the Lord's church that meets at this place. And we look forward to the years ahead as God works through you in your appointed roles. It's our hope that your gifts of service will greatly benefit the church's ministry. We pray God's guidance by his spirit on your work. And we commit ourselves to work together with you in building up in our community and around the world the kingdom of God. We exhort you to, in the words of the Apostle Paul, keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. Now we commit to you, we commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Amen. Congratulations to all of you, and of course to Francis and Rachel as well. And we're just so grateful that God has blessed us this morning with this opportunity. Love you very much. Congratulations. Congratulations, Miles. Ernie, this is wonderful. God is going to bless us. For sure.